Yeah. Playing in your systems, everybody gon' see. We be hitting every note because we keep it on key. Playing in your systems, everybody gon' see. We be hitting every note because we keep it on key. You ain't know what time it is, we give you updates. If you watch us in the morning or you're sitting up late, time to talk about the trends from the net to TikTok. Touching every genre, right from EDM to hip hop. Man, playing in your systems, everybody gon' see. We be hitting every note because we keep it on key. Playing in your systems, everybody gon' see. We be hitting every note because we keep it on key. Hello and welcome to the newest episode of the On Key Podcast, the only podcast you need to delve into the music trends and listening habits of Australian music lovers like you. My name is Ash and I'm here with three of the On Key hosts, Fina, Kimmy and Harry. Say hi guys. Hello. How's it going? Hi there. We have gathered around the microphone to talk about music platforms and the way in which the algorithms and charts work for helping you discover your music. Fina, can you tell us a little bit more about changes in the consumption of music over time? Yeah, so as we know, platforms have not been our only source of music growing really? up. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Sash. Yeah, a bit of new information there. I know growing up, um, we were definitely a CD family, definitely tuned yeah. into the radio, a bit of B105. Um, 97. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I was a, our family was very loyal to Nova. Yeah, likewise, uh, likewise. Yeah. Trendy, yeah. <laughs> um, but from that, you know, some people still have their like vinyl record collections. Um, you know, maybe some people still have cassette tapes. Who knows? I know we also had a bit of a um, CD collection growing up. Don't know if it's the mm, same for you guys. Definitely had some High School Musical CDs, um, which I'm not really embarrassed to share because they are <laughs> Why still would bangers. You <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed to share that I had the Glee Christmas album. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like, who didn't? <laughs> Glee was at the top of the world at that time. Oh, Glee was reigning supreme. <laughs> uh, and then from there, I know I graduated into an MP3 player, uh, of which the first song I downloaded onto it was TikTok by Kesha. <laughs> <laughs> 2009 was a good Amazing. year. Yeah, I think we all had some iPods, you know, rolling around the place. I know I had that tiny little one that, like, clipped onto your shirt. Honestly, what were we thinking? I still want one. I feel like <laughs> it'd be the best thing in the world. Go for a run. <laughs> Finally can actually just shuffle and just shuffle. Like, that's all you can yeah, do. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> Um, but from there, we have definitely grown into um, a far more efficient and effective way of accessing our music. So I know uh, that for most of us here, we are Spotify lovers, um, but it's not merely a music streaming service, but a media company operating at the intersection of advertising, technology, music, and most importantly, finance. Definitely. Mm. Making the big money. Oh, yes. <laughs> Um, to the a point that um, something coined the Spotify effect has occurred. So it's um, actually this really interesting phenomenon where um, Spotify collects its um, finance from ad revenue. So you know, cheapos who will not <laughs> will not um, commit premium. to the Spotify <laughs> premium will have to suffer through the ads. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, the advertising adverse users you know, are kind of encouraged to pay for that Spotify premium. Yeah, definitely. So we have ads from sponsors as well as ads from Spotify saying, hey, these ads suck, we know. They're just pushing everyone towards yeah. premium. Yeah. You can pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be shy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Spotify is like a really significant one, but of course there's a lot of competition. You've got Apple Music, Amazon Music, YouTube Music, Tidal and SoundCloud, just to name a few, uh, all of which have like relatively unique um, 
platform experiences, all trying to attract, engage and retain users. Yeah, wow. So I suppose this leads us to talk about the many different streaming platforms that are competing for listening time and think about like what's interesting about the platforms that we use. Like, do you guys remember the moment you finally let go of like your iTunes songs <laughs> oh, and wow. moved into the future? The day I, I stopped having to buy iTunes gift cards was <laughs> a good day. <laughs> Uh, I went the other route. I was the illegally downloading yeah. one. Like, like, YouTube, YouTube MP3. Yeah. You put it to your downloads and you have to rename all of the links. And, and like add your own album art. Oh, yeah, exactly right. I, I held on to those for dear life. I was very late yeah, to the Spotify game. I was game. probably, yeah, year 10, year 11. Mm. I was in a shoot and somebody was like, you don't have Spotify? And I was like, no, what's going on? And they were like, no, you need it. Because on the computer version a while ago, now this is, they like didn't have ads that played actual yeah. tracks, yeah, but yeah. it was That's just like right. pop-up ads. Mm. And so I definitely spent like the first couple of weeks of my shoots just transferring my iTunes playlist into a Spotify was playlist. Was this like 2015, 2016? Yeah, around yeah. that time. Kim, yeah. I'm not even kidding. I think we lived the same life. I had <laughs> the exact same experience. Oh. We were probably in the same shoot. Yeah, let's be real. All Hallows was like, can you use this time for study? And we're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> just no, making no. my playlist. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I found it really hard because like Spotify, it was, a, it was a separate app. It wasn't something that was built into our technology so yeah, yeah, no. you had to download an app that was exclusive to the software that you already had so that felt like a really weird switch mm. and until it was Definitely. really a, like integrated into like you know f a smartphone software it was really strange do you guys have mm. a similar I think well I paid for I didn't pay for Spotify for ages mm. and it was only until like after school where I was like these ads are driving me absolutely nuts when I was driving around in my little car um <laughs> so I was like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for it and do that sort of stuff but I definitely only had it on my computer for a while before I even got it onto my phone yeah I don't know where that transition was or why that happened you just got fed up one day I was like, I was like why am I only listening to it on my computer what am I doing <laughs> no and sorry, sorry. How are you oh, yeah I feel like for me with um the Spotify as well when I I was on the free trial and stuff when you're doing like long periods of study or you're doing something and you need music for a long time and you're hearing the same ad every oh. three songs <laughs> right, you just want to punch something so i think for me i was just like i'm fed up i'm just gonna do it yeah and you do it and it's the best thing I've yeah ever you done. could never go back no like, never so we know spotify is plans they work yeah. <laughs> they know they, how to they draw you in They're pretty so smart i think you know as a collective we all use spotify and there might be some you know apple music listeners out there oh my gosh um, <laughs> i guess i i will touch on a little bit about the growth of the online music streaming services specifically um spotify because we use that a lot so spotify actually came out and said we um expect to have 427 million monthly active listeners mm. and um by the end of the year they're hoping for 184 million paid subscribers so they're currently at about 150 160 million paying subscribers so um i think this change people pa paying for it as we just expressed you know you want everything in your pocket you want to be able mm. to play it straight away you don't want to just shuffle the playlist yeah. or, you know <laughs> you want, shuffle the album you're in the car you've got the ox I want you don't want to shuffle to play. Oh, high stakes yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the pressure's real um and you're no longer paying for each individual song or album from an artist but you're paying for access so you're paying for an access to anything you want 
any music from around the world, whatever you're in the mood for. I know previously when people had iTunes, you would pay for a single song from an artist or an album from an artist, depending on what you were interested in. Or you two in. would just end up oh, on yeah. your... <laughs> it was in your library. There. <laughs> I remember it was so annoying when you liked like maybe four or five songs off an album and then hated the rest. Because yeah, you're like, you're like oh, it's, pay for you know, it's worth... You have to buy the whole album for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but the good thing about this like online music streaming service as well is that it solved the problem of the record industry and those... um illegitimate sales that um, maybe Ash was doing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, <laughs> But there was a big concern that digital files could, you know, generate lots and lots of piracy and there were no legitimate sales then for the artists. So they were making no money out of the songs that they were selling and, and putting out there because people could just rip them off the internet. So Spotify and all the other um, streaming services really solved that problem and it's they're probably very grateful to the record industry for you know yeah, absolutely yeah having this open opportunity for them to be like you know what let's just pay for access instead yeah, of paying legitimizing for online music consumption absolutely massive gap in the market yeah and just to touch on podcasting a bit because we are a lovely podcast really um, <laughs> <laughs> it um podcasting grew so much in 2019 especially in australia um spotify actually spent hundreds of millions of dollars um, trying to acquire different um, talent deals and things like that so that they wouldn't be so reliant on music into the future because they knew there was such competition from Apple and Amazon Music. So that's why Spotify has such a big, um, you know, podcast talent pool, I suppose, because they paid so much money to do that and not be reliant only on music. I suppose it's an investment that paid off. Absolutely. Like it, it's my go-to place for podcast listening as yeah, well. Yeah, of course. So beyond the streaming services themselves, what features does Spotify, Apple Music, things like that have for their listeners? Like what are the expectations of listeners when they turn to these platforms? So like Kimmy was saying before, uh, music consumers, they expect complete control over their music database. So you get yeah. instant delivery of the music that matches your mood. And then on top of that, you get all the lovely suggestions for music that you might enjoy and immediate metadata about the music artist who is performing. Yeah. So that's actually one of my favorite features of Spotify. Yeah. When you like discover a new artist and you immediately want to like find out where they're from. I love like seeing the different locations of all these yeah. artists and like where their influences come from. And even sometimes from. it'll have like when their next live show is. Yeah. It's yeah. just like it's usually always but in the also US, songs but that they like, like artist yeah. picks and things like that. I think it's so interesting to learn about the artists that you like because you feel a bit more, I don't know, connected with them. You're like, we are the same person. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I really enjoyed that feature. So I'm not having to like jump out, go into like Google and like mm. look up the Wikipedia page. <laughs> I think also, yeah, drawing from that with the whole accessible thing, like when you go into Spotify and you can see the top five songs from each artist, you can see how many plays they have. And I think mm. for yeah. me, that's also really important because sometimes I don't know. Oh, maybe I do. Maybe I don't know this song. You see, it's really popular. You listen to it. You're like, oh, I've I know heard this one. from yeah. TikTok. I've heard this from wherever. Like, yeah. it's very accessible, I feel. Yeah, um, some other great features of it, like just when you jump in, you have complete control over how your page, like your profile and your page looks. Mm. So, you know, you can add cover art for your um, playlist. You can add playlist titles. and a picture like, of my cat online. Exactly, <laughs> little like bios. I don't know, how does everyone organize their playlists? I know this is like a contentious question. Mm. Yeah, I mean, totally. mine's done by like time, which is really weird. So like, No, I Harry, have, I totally get that. I have like 12 a.m., which is like my really hype, like let's go out playlist and 1am which is like Australian classics sure. 2am which is like chill and so it, it aligns with the amount of drinks that you're having yeah and then 3am <laughs> like really sad 2am Harry's like gotta chill out yeah. <laughs> time for bed but yeah what about you guys 
Oh, I mean, I am like what I'm doing. So it's like, am I driving? This is like my mm. driving playlist when I'm in the car, but I want to have a conversation on top of it as well. I've got some bangers. I've got when you're in the mood for like throwbacks. You gotta have a good throwback mm. playlist. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Ash's playlist um, organization actually kind of scares me, if I'm honest. <laughs> it <But> is <laughs> completely unhinged. Um, <laughs> with very bizarre titles, but I feel like the minute you get in there and you start listening, you ah. I see, I see it. What you mean. It, it makes, makes sense. sense. It does. Very specific situations that don't occur very often, but I have the perfect soundtrack for said moment. If they ever do. You know, you're ready. I love it. So we put a lot of time and effort into our personal identity on like music platforms. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask the forbidden question. <laughs> what... What would trauma would we all go through if one day... When I read this question, I freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> what would everyone mental state be if one day their entire Spotify account was deleted and they had just to start again. Straight up devastated. <laughs> like I, I you to say death. Like, <laughs> just me. end me. <laughs> just take me out, I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm so reliant on my music and like my very carefully curated playlist. Mm. And like I organize mine through like time like dates right so every like two months i'll make a new playlist so if i like lose playlists from the past I mean, there's no way i'm going to be able to remember exactly what song went where oh, that's so true and it's just going to be like a part of eh, so it's so lame but like a part of my history well, <laughs> you i do attach songs to like your time in your life so exactly if you're a song, like oh, i listened to this on the way to that music festival that one time mm-hmm. or oh my god this, i can't stand this song anymore what was my train of thought at that time what was i thinking what was i thinking (laughs) but it really does become a part of you and the emotional and like manual labor that you put into the creation of your entire online identity this and like music has become especially for us as like young creatives it's like the soundtrack to our entire lives exactly right and and i think there has been so much research actually into how people feel and how attached they are to their digital music libraries they feel as if it's such a big investment of time and that's how i feel i feel oh my goodness how much time have i put into Mm. like finding the songs listening to these songs you know like putting them in playlists where i feel really like connected and being like yes that's what i want to listen to right now i mean i have a whole bruno mars playlist when i'm just in the mood but it's like the best (laughs) what that's so strange but like you know not all bruno mars songs i'm not just having a playlist Mm. of like every bruno mars song ever because you could just listen to his discography because i could do that but it's like the ones that just like hit me just like in the song they Mm. get me so good so and like not only that but these playlists and spotify as a whole Mm. it takes everything you like and it spits out generated playlists of songs that they think you're gonna like these personalized algorithms with more songs for you to discover so kimmy just want to like just touch on like what algorithms does spotify really have to make sure your listening experience is as good as it can be yeah well algorithms are so powerful and as people have said um you know through this research about their digital music libraries people feel like it's soundtracking their lives their travel time their working hours what they're doing socially what their recreational activities are so it's really important and i think everyone here recognizes the importance of music we love music we love it as part of our hence why we started a podcast about (laughs) (laughs) so um the streaming services actually kind of exploit these desires and they try and get people to you know become super interested in music discovery and make a really big moment of cultivating that musical expertise so if you're into like hip-hop if you're into indie music they want you to like 
know everything about it and really get into it and have a part of this. And that's kind of where Discover Weekly comes in um, on Spotify. It's a discovery-centric personalized playlist that it's updated every week. Um, and it's created just for you to encourage you to discover lots of new music and stuff that would fit your taste, not just random stuff um, that's anywhere on Spotify. It's stuff that you would really enjoy. So I guess a good question is like, are there any songs that you've found from Discover Weekly? Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there is one artist that I actually um, picked through, like, you know, the suggested um, recommended songs at the bottom of like a playlist. Yeah. I had a playlist with like a lot of Lord songs in it at one point. And I saw like this artist, like Maud Latour, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll have a listen, just like see what that's about. I listened, and she's like a very, very similar artist to Lord. There you go. Like, her voice sounds very similar, and they've got the same, like, really poppy, kind of like electronic at times mm-hmm. vibe. And I really enjoyed her stuff, especially at a time, this is when Lord hadn't released new music. So I was a bit like, <laughs> where is desperate. She? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was like a really fantastic find, and I think that artist is on the rise. Um, her song is called. Um, Bicycle, I believe. Bicycle. That's the one that I found. Well, we'll chuck it on the um, playlist and maybe a few of our other ones so people can have a listen to it. Yeah. If you're into lore. Harry, what about you? Um, I would say mine's also and probably an artist more than a song, but I found Tyler, the creator. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just listening to a few songs of his, uh, sorry, not his, of someone else's, and then I saw him at the bottom of, same again, um, the suggested songs. And I hadn't really heard too much about him, and I just was like, oh, I'm going to check him out. So I clicked on one of his songs. What and song was it? It was Earthquake. Oh, yep. Yeah. I'd never heard of it before, so I was like, this is a big moment for me. <laughs> but yeah, I'd probably say. With an F. Yeah, with an F. <laughs> but yeah, that would be for me. Um, well, I have a few, but probably one of the ones that I really like. This was a while ago. I found on my Discover Weekly. I was like, this song is exactly what I'm feeling right now. It's called November Rain by Sani or Sani. I don't know how to say it, but it's just a really good vibe. And I've literally never listened to any of his other songs, which I feel a bit bad, but none of them hit the way mm. that November Rain does. So, um, yeah, I really loved finding that. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think a lot of my music taste has come from just Spotify discoveries. I've got a few there's this one song by Prince Daddy and the Hyena. <laughs> what a yes. name. Yeah. It's, it's just called Hidden Track and it is just so cool. And then I've also, um, I just how I discovered um, Omar Apollo and his song Ashamed, which is just phenomenal. And another one that's really I discovered in like the last couple of weeks was um, the song um, Death Cup by Mum Jeans. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And a fan favourite <laughs> is just the band um, Pavement. It's oh, yeah. names are like I'm not gonna lie, I've never heard of any of these. Yeah. <laughs> well, they'll be in the playlist. I guys. will be checking them out. Definitely. And I think a lot of them will also be in my um, Ashley's Picks mm. playlist as well. Yes. They're Fair all enough. pretty good. Yeah, check them out. Yeah, so <laughs> if if you want to have a look at these, they're always in the show notes. But as well, if you want to go on our Instagram, which is at Onky Podcast, you can find there's a link tree and it's got everyone's playlist, playlists from old episodes as well. So definitely have a look. We it's would love good, to know who famous. thinks you has the most superior music taste. Oh, that's Definitely. a good question. We will put out a poll for this we, one this week. I, I think we need, we need you guys to listen. We need to know who is the reigning king or queen of Spotify. I think it's always a good test. <laughs> Bit of I know it's not going to be me, guys. <laughs> like, we know some it's fine. unhinged <laughs> tastes. But maybe our listeners are unhinged too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Um, so basically just a few more notes on the um, – Spotify algorithms because mm-hmm. they're so interesting and I they just really find are. them 
so crazy how they just tailor everything to you. So there's a thing called temporal windowing, which is used by Spotify to encourage users to maximize their engagement with specific content, specifically on that home page before it's replaced. So when you go on, you'll see stuff and you'll probably never see it again even if you're coming back to the homepage after you listen to stuff. Mm. So they try and get you to look at that sort of stuff because you kind of know it's only going to be it's there for expiry a short period. Yeah, definitely. That is true. Yeah. Now that I think about it. So if you click on one of these things, it's exploiting the fact that you like are interested in that and then they'll send more things that way. It's so honestly, it's kind of almost like a FOMO effect. Your fear yeah, is now. Exactly. Good. It's like, oh, it's not yeah, been here for long. You can't, you can't listen listen to it later it's either now or it's never yeah so if you go in there and you know you might click on i don't know someone's released a new song i know that um i really like becky hill and she released a new song i think it's called remember and i saw it and i was like oh my gosh i gotta see Can't that miss this and I, I clicked on it right away and listened to it right away and so they're like yeah she's big into becky hill <laughs> we'll send more about her way um so another thing is that the spotify algorithm has this reward function so this means that if you listen to a song for more than 30 seconds, they know that you like it. You're a big fan. They're going to send more of that style or genre or whatever it is um, your way. Um, it's even better if you like it or you add it to a playlist. Then they're like, oh, yeah, double tick. They're big into this. <laughs> um, so they use so much information, your saves, your skips, your repeats, your plays, anything that kind of creates a routine or your like habitual listening. So when Harry's listening to chill songs at 2 a.m., they know <laughs> to put that on the homepage because yeah. they're like, that's what he always listens to on a Saturday night <laughs> at 2 a.m. Um, so these optimization metric tracks, they're just crazy. And I think I think maybe subconsciously, we're kind of always like letting it happen to us because we like the end result. We like having songs that are there for us to listen to. We're happy for it to recognize those patterns and like when we listen and how long we listen because it's helping us find new music. For yeah, sure. you're not going to find something that's rewarding you. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'm like, yep, big fan of this. It's making my life easier. I hate exactly. it. <laughs> exactly. The crazy thing that also, um, I don't know, it's always at the front of my mind whenever I jump on Spotify is every click of a button every time you play a new song mm -hmm. they're collecting a bit of information about you and that information doesn't just like reward you it doesn't like feed back to you it feeds into their own power to influence you through their ads yeah, and, and have you forever on the platform because exactly. they know you so well they know they know you're not going to swap over to another platform if the algorithm just understands you as a music listener yeah. Sure. So scary though. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. Spotify probably knows more about me than I know about myself. Yes, probably. <laughs> so, what do you think artists can do to to really utilize these algorithms for their own benefit and share their music with like new listeners, listeners who aren't currently in their radar? Yeah, so one of the most efficient ways to get your music to a larger audience is to get it on a playlist. Yeah. So, Spotify has these like generated playlists which are, you know, very very carefully curated. Um, I'm not sure if it's done like uh, through an algorithm or whether it's like people picking. I think it's actually people. Like people. <laughs> I feel like I have read that before yeah. that people are sitting there and like picking the right songs to get on these playlists. Uh, so Spotify, I'm waiting for your call. <laughs> I yeah, if, if love you can to get do like that. your new like Australian like coastal kind of rock yeah. song onto like their summer vibes yeah, playlist, right. oh, so you'll be good. It's actually this team called Spotify Shows and Editorial Team, and it's actually a team of music experts and genre specialists. Do I count as that since I've done a podcast about music industry? Surely. Surely, Surely right? Can we all get a job? Spotify, we'd love now? to work for you. So, yeah, they're, they're hired by Spotify to create and manage these playlists. And these playlists have huge followings, you know, millions of listeners, because it's so easy just to click on it and be like, yeah, this is the vibe I'm looking for. 
Yeah, you get ones like um, road trip songs. The only yeah. one I remember from that is Life is a Highway. <laughs> <laughs> Little too literal team. <laughs> yeah, nice work, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. So there's really, I think, artists getting onto the playlist is really fundamental. Do you think there's any other like real big ways that they can really make waves online? Yeah, so Spotify also gives you the ability to generate codes for your profile. So you can have individual tracks, uh, for your profile, individual tracks, playlists and albums. So it's like a scannable, like almost a QR code. You can, can actually be- see these on the posts when we announce when we've um, had a new episode. We put our little Spotify code on there. It's really cute. It's like a little, looks like a sound wave. Yes. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, the platform has also ramped up their marketing efforts and for Spotify for artists using like a digital toolbox to help musicians share their music and connect with fans. So like one of the latest features is something called Canvas, which is like a looping visual that plays in the background of any track to help artists share their vision with fans. Yeah, you've probably seen it before. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw a Doja Cat one and she just <laughs> attached TikToks. Yes. To, <laughs> I did like, see TikToks that. TikToks have... Um, like online people dancing to her song as the loop that you play. And there was one about like bowel digestion or something. She's like, this is hilarious. I yeah. must. Some dude made a TikTok, of, like a medical TikTok, like explaining what happens through digestion or something with like her music in the and background. And he was dancing and she's like, yep, this is what I want to visualize my song. This my like poppy, like girl power songs like yeah bow digestion yeah, <laughs> my, vision, my vision for this song so Amazing. it's like a really versatile feature absolutely <laughs> i think it's a really nice thing that um spotify is coming out they they've had a quote and it says we're focused on providing access to those same opportunities for artists at every stage of their career whether they're just getting started or they're grammy nominated which is something we touched on last time which was about the bedroom artists so i think spotify really realizes that you know, these bedroom artists have so much potential. And even though they haven't, you know, got a record label or haven't even won an award yet, doesn't mean that they should be treated anything less than other artists. Mm, for sure, for sure. Um, what about artist royalties? Like, what's the scope? Because like, like we touched on earlier, like Spotify has allowed artists to really kind of bypass piracy. I'm so sorry, everybody. It was <laughs> <laughs> to bypass piracy and really legitimize what they do. Like. And so artists, I assume, get a lot of royalties from Spotify listens? It's been getting better. There's been some issues in the past. It's a little controversy. Um, (laughs) But there are some artists who have pulled their uh, music only for a short time. Most of them are back on now because they weren't feeling as if they were getting paid enough. Yeah, it was like a little protest movement to gain a bit of remuneration yeah. for their work so um it's definitely gotten better because there are more paying subscribers to spotify so there's more people paying which means they can pay their artists more which is so important um fina do you know some of those artists that pulled their music off i just remember it was so controversial when taylor swift mm. took all of her music off and i think she put it on apple, apple music. music she must have gotten yeah. a better deal yeah. over there people were going off about it and yeah. then Beyonce and Jay-Z pulled all that music. They started their own platform for a while yeah, with the Beyonce yeah, Lemonade right. release. Like, that's, that's Tidal. So yeah. Jay-Z created Tidal and so they just like pulled all their music and popped it on Tidal instead. I mean, the interesting thing is uh, Spotify has managed to draw back all of these artists yeah. every time. So they're just determined to be the top of the game. Yeah. Well, I think because they they obviously paved the way in this industry, so there was going to be bumps. And I think it's really important that they're like, oh, sorry, guys. Let's, yeah. let's, we, we made a mistake. Yeah, let's back. Mm. Yeah, let's figure out what we're doing and let's continue on together. Oh, so that wasn't enough. We'll sort it out. Like let's yeah. let's really grow together, which yeah. I thought was really good. 
But they're definitely a very loyal brand as well. Like they want everything that's always good for the customer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, we all feel very loved by Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. Since my little tween self was listening to it to now, I feel like they definitely know me and they grow with me. So I think that's really important. Too. Wow. I think we should be getting paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify, please. <laughs> this uh, podcast is sponsored by Spotify. <laughs> we wish. We wish. <laughs> good and then obviously that leads a little bit into charts as well like you have the not only like the billboard charts that do have reflections on spotify but they have like their own charts they have international charts they have viral charts uh, we have like just like the aussie top 50 and it's really interesting Kimmy. definitely yeah so spotify 50 are the top 50 most streamed songs of the previous week market by market so we're talking in each country you have the australian top 50 new zealand in america wherever you are um, to all our international listeners. <laughs> 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 we might have one. Um, this is some guy in Sweden going, yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's just, you know, the most streamed songs on Spotify, but the viral charts are kind of put together in a different way. There's a metric that takes into account how viral, it's like last week, um, the virality of the song and um, how much the song is shared. So that's on Twitter, on Facebook, on Spotify. TikTok. On TikTok, exactly <laughs> right. So um, these popular songs come up on the Spotify viral charts and they, they really kind of catch that moment in time where a song just goes like crazy and is so popular. And I think it's really it's, um, interesting listening to the viral charts. And as we mentioned before, they've got the uh, Spotify shows and editorial team who are all coming out and I want to job there. Um, mm, just, would be a dream. Just, yeah. Spotify, you should really start. <laughs> an Australian you, office yeah. or we can be your Bruno Instagram Mars, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every Kim's song Kimmy Rick puts out like yeah this, this playlist needs oh, Bruno Mars for sure it's so good sorry <laughs> <laughs> but basically there's lots of different charts and we we love listening to our daily mixes mm. our release radar mm. our discover weekly our playlist suggestions everything yeah. And yeah. Spotify really has created this awesome well-rounded listening experience for sure that's just uh, in my opinion uh, completely unmatched yeah, mm. and everyone's built their structure and format on what Spotify's already done. Yeah, yeah. like ah, they exactly did this. Right. We're just gonna they copy the pioneers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I'm pretty sure that that's gonna wrap up this episode for today. We will talk a little bit about our polls from our TikTok episode. So we definitely had a lot of fun. Um, it was great <laughs> for our homework to be to watch TikToks. Like, who doesn't want to do that for a living? Um, we did have some polls split down the middle. Harry, you just want to take. Over. Yeah, too easy. So our first one was to do with the WAP. So we put out how many of you know the WAP dance, and a majority of you said yes. Wow. So I want to know yeah, yeah. everyone in the room. Do we all know the WAP dance? Um, yes. Yes, <laughs> I know it. Um, well, I feel I know most of it. When you're in the club and it comes on, you have to. You can pull something like the, together. It's like <laughs> the macarena. You just. <laughs> Everybody gets it going. Yeah, the headline this week, Ash meets comparison between WAP and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. And then, yeah, stemming from that, we also had, uh, which do you prefer, the Backyardigans or uh, Fleetwood Mac's new TikTok song? And it was somehow the Backyardigans. <laughs> That's a bit of a shock. Our listeners love Into the Thick of It. Yeah. What can we say? We're loving kids TV right now. <laughs> and then the last one was Olivia Rodrigo. Was it a yay or a nay? And a large percentage said yes. I was going to yeah. say, if it was no, I'd even harp. <laughs> I, I should have jumped up and down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I think 
Harry, what does Harry's dad say? Oh, um, dad did say yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just had a check. <laughs> yeah, so we'll put out some polls for this week. Don't forget to look at our Spotify playlist, of course. Mm. Yes. Please let us know who you think has the best music taste. Mm. It's been yeah. an ongoing argument for us as a team. We need mm-hmm. to know. Yep. See us on Instagram, on Q Podcasts. New episodes coming out whenever we release them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's every, every two weeks. Every, Tuesday. every yeah. second Tuesday, we're here. Yeah. So if you follow us on Spotify, you can see whenever you re- release new yeah. stuff or Apple Podcasts if you're an Apple gal. One so. of those. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> no hate, no, no hate. hate. <laughs> Just a little hate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. I think that's it for us today. Have a good day. Thanks for listening. Catch up. See ya. EDM's a hip hop man playing in your systems. Everybody gone see. We be hitting every note because we keep it on key. Playing in your systems. Everybody gone see. We be hitting every note because we keep it on key.